In the darkest depths of the Twist My Arm Network, there were three nerdy dudes. But they were no ordinary dudes. These dudes were Marvel fanboy dudes. They bleed Marvel. If there was ever a time for these three nerdy dudes to come out of the shadows and spew all their Marvel chunks, it was the year 2021. We are the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. Hello and welcome back, you marvelous monsters. We are here again with another issue of Marvel Canon Madness. I'm your host, Chip. I am joined tonight with one of our co-hosts, only one of them, but uh, we'll get him in here. Hey, Roy. Hello. How are you, sir? I am. I'm doing well. Doing well. Just rewatched uh, the two what ifs. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really good, so I'm pretty stoked. They, they were indeed pretty good. I was very happy with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, just the two of us tonight, uh, unfortunately, but you know, things happen. No worries. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. It's a uh, kind of a special episode though. We're not doing anything too fancy. It's uh, our 25th episode. I don't know if you've been keeping count, but 25. That's, uh, that's a pretty big mile marker. Yeah. That's, that's two seasons in most anime now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, it's cool when we like, we started well under a year ago. And I think like at first we kind of hoped to get one out every other week. So we definitely Mm -hmm. outpaced that. So pretty proud of us. Pretty proud of us. uh, Yeah. And I wasn't even here for the start. I mean, I came in late and you know, it's, it's been a blast since I joined and I'm so happy Mm -hmm that you and Josh invited me on to be a co-host because I was literally just sitting in my basement watching YouTube most of the time. No, no, <laughs> honestly, really, but... And honestly, it feels like you've been here the whole time. We only got like six episodes out of the way before you joined. Uh, mm. Cause I think, yeah, I think you guessed it on the last episode of WandaVision and just kind of stuck around. So yeah, been, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it was definitely, how should I say, uh, fortuitous for me because it, it kicked off like I had just started streaming. I got all that out of the way. And then I joined you guys for one episode and it's like you guys, the, the chemistry was there. So I started doing this and it just blossomed from there. I'm so happy that you guys invited me to the Twist My Arm podcast <laughs> network. Um, yes, yes. And this this network wouldn't be here without Josh. Um, Josh is taking a mental break this week. And, you know, at twist my arm, we care very much about our mental health. So, you know, Josh, we love you, man. We'll see you soon. Thank you for everything you do. And uh, yeah, I hope to watch more Marvel Canon madness with you. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot coming down the pipe, too. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. I still need to see Venom. I'm mm-hmm. terrible. I, not going to lie. I got a pirated copy, and I was like, oh, man, this is <laughs> going to be really watchable. I like. 
I watched a minute of it and I was like, oh, cool, cool. And I started watching it and that camera just zooming in and out. I was like, nope, can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, nope, I have not seen Venom yet. Uh, I'm excited for Eternals, but like not overly so. It's a movie I, that I got would... made. I'll be honest, like I was I was actually very disappointed. I should have just kept my hand off my phone for like two weeks. Um because you know Facebook, uh Twitter, every social media platform out there was blown it up as soon as the end credits were spoiled. <laughs> and I mean it was like uh, two hours after the movie got released. I, I know that, but it's like <laughs> And and they don't even try to hide it. It's not even a clickbait title anymore. It's just here's here's what happened. Yeah, it's like what this means. At least give us the give us the cushion to you know see. Oh hey, here's a a spoiler. You know, don't don't put what actually happens in the title. So now I can't even trust my phone on days that I, you know, can't go see a movie. Right. So, but I am super excited for what that meant. And we will talk about it as soon as we watch Venom 2. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. It's, uh, I'm excited to see Carnage for sure. He's one I of think, my favorite villains. Yeah, I think at this point, it's definitely a $5 Tuesday night movie mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. for me yeah it's already been out for a little while so it's, it, yeah it's been out it's already been spoiled for me it's like i don't want to pay full price to go watch this movie now you know yeah but I, i'm still gonna go see it because the marvel movies are most of the marvel cinematic universe was has been amazing when it comes to actual theater presentation, which is why I was kind of sad that I had to watch Black Widow in my home, you know, but at the same time, it's like with everything going on, I didn't want to risk that. Yeah. Honestly, I was, I was cool with it. I was down to just start watching all the Marvel movies here in mm -hmm. my home. But, uh, I don't know. Other than Black Widow, I've seen them all in the theater. So, I'm sure I'll continue that. I got to see Venom this week, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Probably my next day off. I think I have D&D &D on Sunday, so maybe I'll go after that. <laughs> Every day is D&D &D with me. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> but, um, God, should we get into it? Uh, what If was yeah. pretty awesome. We have the season finale. It was a two-parter. Uh, we still have episode eight, too. Yeah, yeah. So no, we um, did the we did Bro Thor. Not Bro Thor. Uh the it's the what if Ultron? Yeah, yeah. The season finale two parter. Oh, okay. Eight, nine, okay. Seasons. I see you're yep. counting it as one episode. I'm oh, counting it as two because we have a bet. Mm -hmm. We have oh, a no, bet. Oh no, I even if it's only one episode, I feel like I lost the bet. They brought in all the characters from the earlier episodes. Uh yeah got the overarching villain so i am definitely willing to concede that bet yeah. hashtag chip was wrong <laughs> <laughs> for 15 percent off at the mcm merch shop 
which yeah tma now has a whole lot of merch out there people are buying it It, it's it is pretty cool i'm i'm happy that that's succeeding i like seeing uh i like seeing happy customers posting pics with uh our gear on it's pretty Mm. uh satisfying yeah so we appreciate that for sure um so where where do you want to start with this episode i think um God, you got to start at the beginning. It opens up on uh, pretty much wiped out post-apocalyptic New York and Black Widow on a motorcycle doing mm-hmm. her thing, being chased by the drones. Um, that was a cool scene. I like uh, I liked that look for Black Widow, the uh, her apocalypse outfit. But uh, I think the real star was Hawkeye. Do you see yeah. him just like, da, 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 da. like, oh, my God. The in, uh, he went Harry Potter on the drones, man. He the invisibility cloak. That's that's got to be some. You know why was why hasn't he been using that in? You know if that's shield tech right now. Uh, this is pre Thanos, so yeah, just know, all casually like, like got the invisibility cloak, just starts taking out a whole squad of Ultrons. Yeah, it's like oh shit, the world's ending. I should grab tech I haven't used before. Yeah. Okay, you know right. where was this during Thanos? Maybe we'll uh, see it in the uh, series. The invisibility um, cloak. Yeah, so I think we got the recap. Did we get? I don't remember. We got a recap of what happened. You know, with Vision not being born and Ultron taking over, um, mm-hmm. and I think. If I'm right, um, I don't think Natasha was in that room. Uh, w- so when they're surrounding, getting ready to, after they've stolen that crate in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. I don't think Nat was in that room. I thought she was kidnapped at that time. And I think it was the the Maximoff twins in there. Possibly. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on that actually. Uh hmm. I'm I'm fairly certain because that's the point that Wanda and Pietro realized that Ultron was kind of a douche canoe. And maybe they died hmm. before this. You know? Yeah, maybe. I'll have to gosh, I'm gonna rewatch. Uh I'll uh I'll figure that out before the next uh, episode for sure. Huh. That is interesting. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, yes. that P- I, At least Pietro was in the room, which means Wanda would have had to be there because if I remember right, Pietro did his super speed to hook all the cables up to the, the coffin-like thing. Ah. Touche, touche. Hmm. It's so, an interesting catch. Maybe... Maybe that's the the prime split point. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. No, they it would have had to be sooner because the Avengers had stolen the crate. This said that never happened. Yeah, did not steal the crate in this timeline, and uh, Ultron got his vision body. Yeah, which lit uh, off all the nukes, took everybody out. GG, well played. Yeah, we got the the whole apocalypse scene 
which, by the way, I want to go back to episode five, Zombies. Mm -hmm. If Black Widow and Hawkeye can get uh, Apocalypse gear for robots, why can they not give Spider-Man or anyone else Apocalypse gear for zombies? It's a different kind of Apocalypse, man. Okay. They don't have to worry about being bitten in this one, but you know, they they have that riot squad gear on. Okay. See the Yeah, with the zombies thing, it's all it's all about that uh moment of hesitation when your buddy stands up and lunges at you. That's how they always get you. Mm. No hesitation. If my buddy gets bit, I'm just popping him in the head. <laughs> don't worry, Roy. We uh we got that understanding. It's all good. Yep. <laughs> Don't yep. even let them stand up. Like, come on. It's just good <laughs> practice. So uh, for listeners out there, if you're ever around us and zombies are real and we get bit, uh, no hesitation. I don't blame you. Pop me in the head. Yep. Yep. You know, you end the threat. Come on. Pragmatism. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So, uh, God, so Ultron wins, takes everybody out. Natasha and Clint are uh, the only last Avengers ones alive. Left. Yeah. Yep, and they're uh... God, they're in um, New York to we, start, but like, why? Why do they dip out? So, um, because they had to ru- Russia then. This episode, Tony died again. Ultron Pretty killed sure. him. Every time. Um, so that makes me think, uh, what, ep- what episode was Doctor Strange? Was that episode four? Um, what if the doctor lost his heart instead of his hands? Yeah, it might have been four. Four or five? No, five was zombies. Maybe it was six. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this made me think about it because they were talking about Doctor Strange, his love interest in the the in the episode and how she was a absolute point in time her death mm. it was it couldn't be changed it would continuously happen i'm starting to think that tony stark is a absolute point in time that his death is inevitable which makes thanos's words a whole new level by the way hmm. um but with his death being inevitable and consistently happening. We're seeing that kind of in what if, well, I don't know. It's just a different point. We've got a living Tony Stark in, uh, in the universe that Gamora's plucked from, uh, which apparently is a different episode. It's going to be in season two. It was meant for season one, but there were production delays because of the Rona so mm-hmm. well and that's the thing too. we we didn't get the full episode so maybe maybe that's just a point during the episode maybe it's not the full thing maybe i don't know <laughs> i I, we'll see. I don't know we'll see at the i do think it's interesting that when uh when we see space stark and gamora mm-hmm. he's talking about like an armor on every planet an armor around the universe. It's like my dude. 
Um, uh, his Hulkbuster armor uh, got some upgrades. It looked like some Sakarian upgrades. Yeah, the Sakar Buster armor. That's going to be pretty cool. I feel like that gives us a big hint about that episode. Uh, mm. I'm betting that he. It's going to be like he didn't come back out of the portal during the Battle of New York when he goes through the rip in space with the nuke. Ooh, that's a, that's a good that's a good leave off too. Betting he doesn't come back, then he ends up on Sakar. But they're or captured, and that's how he meets Gamora, and he like space seduces her, and they kill off Thanos. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing too. Uh, that's actually a good one—the seduction of Gamora. Um, but maybe, maybe we do get the Thanos snap, you know? And Tony, while he's floating in space, ends up on Sakar. Also, we don't know because they have the gauntlet and they're getting ready to melt it down without the stones. So maybe a different defeat of Thanos happened. Because yeah. she, what did what did the Watcher call her? Slayer of Thanos? No, something uh, like that. Survivor of Sakar and daughter of Thanos. Yeah, so it's something crazy happened on Sakar. Exactly. Um, there was a lot in this episode because they were bouncing world to world after all that. Um, but we got Arnim Zola returning, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, make their way to Clinton. Natasha make their way to Russia after mm-hmm. searching through some, uh, KGB files. <laughs> In Siberia. No, no, they go to Russia first to look through KGB files and then they end up in Siberia where they find Arnim Zola in one of the uh, Russian super soldier factories. Mm. Okay. And you get a lot of Captain America winter soldier vibes off this episode. A lot of like kind of throwbacks, Mm -hmm. which we also see in the, the, what if the Witcher broke his oath episode, the, the finale. Yeah. Um, They did a good job of basically making this one parter into two parts. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it was I'm trying to think it's it's kind of hard. I'm doing this without notes. <laughs> yeah, no, this is uh like this is the episode uh where like Ultron Ultron Vision in flashback we see like Taking I think like out. when the episode starts, the actual Ultron slash vision isn't on planet slash galaxy. I think he's in the multiverse at this point. It's just uh, Clinton and yeah, Natasha dealing yeah, with because the, uh, the sat- drones. Yeah, dealing with drones. Uh, and we're getting flashbacks of the Watcher telling us how it happened. Mm-hmm. Vision, Vision becomes Ultron. Uh, he takes over the planet. Thanos shows up as he does. And Vision just like insta-gibs him. Dude, like, oh man, this is the episode where we get the... Uh, just like <laughs> splits him in half perfectly balanced he's just oh man interesting zap like whoo yeah and i i I thought it was great that he cut him perfectly in half 
because yeah. it's like Thanos' yeah, yeah. whole thing is like we need to get rid of half the population. It needs to be perfectly balanced. Well, you're cut perfectly in half. Exactly. Yep. And so uh so Ultron has all six stones and he yep. realizes there are other worlds. And so he just, you know, takes everybody out. Takes out mm. the sovereign, takes out Sakar, takes yep. out uh we got Korg on Sakar. We got the Guardians on the Sovereign. Um, where else did he pop up? Xandar. Xandar is where Captain he fights Marvel. Captain Marvel. Well, it's not really a fight. <laughs> Captain yeah. Marvel pushes him and he explodes the entire solar system. Mm-hmm. Like nuts. Uh I did I did like the the nuance of the Skynet comment that Captain Marvel made. Hey, Skynet, yeah. I've seen the Killer Robot movie. It didn't yeah. need a sequel. But the best part is that Terminator 2 is way better than the first one. So, exactly. like, it's just what a solid joke. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, there was also, uh, I believe, a Raiders of the Lost Ark reference to the KGB files. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it definitely um, looks like that final scene. And then we got a nod to the Black Widow movie with uh, Red Guardian Shield uh, as she put it on. And she made that kind of like family reference to, you know, this looks like my color. Yeah. Um, because she's Russian. <laughs> yep. And I think Arnhem. I forget. Oh, does Arnhem say. Uh, Ivan as her dad's name. And then. Uh, I don't think it's the same mom name, but uh, I thought it was. No, that was Peggy says that during. Is it well Arnhem Arnhem says it in the Oh yeah, the, yeah, he does. When he, he does they first boot him up. Hmm. Gosh, I gotta double check um, that. There was also a Death Star reference. Oh yeah. I don't think the the what was it? The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Yeah. <laughs> um a guy's name, Francis. Yeah. Clint Francis Barton. Francis, how did I not know that? <laughs> yeah, it's like that's a little little weird. I was named after my Mima. It's like you're... don't ask. Don't get into it. <laughs> um, they got a pretty pretty good plan. They're gonna download uh Arnim Zola and then mm-hmm. uh upload him into Ultron as a virus to take him out. But uh yeah. This was kind of before they realized that Ultron had all six stones and was like blipping around planets. At this point, the Avengers don't even really comprehend what six stones means. So, yeah. Well, really, at this point, the Avengers is Clint and Natasha. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. We, I mean, we know that Thor's dead. We know Cap is dead for sure. Um, Tony, at this point, Tony could be in space. For all, or no, he no, kills Tony. Tony got zapped too. Yeah, he, he zapped Tony because he tells him, you know, you've got a fragile mind or something like that. Um, there was the 
the last scene where they're trying to escape the the Siberian bunker, which was a Civil War reference as they're working their way up. Yeah, working their um, way up the missile silo, which is uh, cool. Clint sacrifices himself to stop the incoming horde of um, drones. Yeah, he has that really cool like force field arrow that he drops first, mm-hmm. uh, which is I liked that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty somber death scene for him though. Uh, it's kind of sad when he tells Nat like, "I told you, I got no will anymore." Yeah, uh, no will well, to live anymore. You got to think like Thanos. Thanos snapped his family away um not even his family got nuked well no 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 i'm saying like thanos in infinity war snapped his family away Uh this his family was murdered murdered like he probably had bodies to recover if anything he you know could have not saying he did but it, I feel like this could have had a much more emotional impact on him than Thanos is just snapping him away. Potentially. I feel like potentially, I don't know. I don't think in this scenario you get a chance to like deal with it emotionally at all. Like you're bam, yeah. you're one of two survivors in the apocalypse. You're screwed. Uh, mm. The other one, like life kind of went on and you would have had time to like deal with it. And become a villain yeah. and murk off a bunch of people. And I didn't think about it, but even if Natasha and Clint were the last man and woman on earth, Natasha can't have kids. That's true. So, I mean, that whole theory of the whole like Adam and Eve repopulating the earth, there only needs to be one man and woman to recreate the population, which don't, don't try because then we get a whole Lannister problem. Um, but yeah, that doesn't even work. Um, I feel like this scene was very reminiscent of Vormir also. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because we got, instead of Clint, um, holding Natasha, we got Natasha trying to save Clint and just let me go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was very, uh, very similar. <laughs> they definitely mirrored it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, we got also the fight between Watcher and, or is that next episode? I, I'm well, blurring this episode because this. No, that's uh, that's this episode. Um, this is kind of where it we leave off with. Uh, Clint slash Nat for this episode. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. see Nat again until next episode. Um, yeah. At this point, the Watcher and Ultron are slugging it out through the multiverse, just like just popping throwing out fists. different universes. Yeah. Uh, so they start flying. Yeah, you're right, because that's where we start, uh, start rapidly going through universes. And the universe that he knocks Watcher in to, uh, and he lands as he's talking to him before he beats him into the ground, uh, Steve Rogers is being sworn in as president. 
that's a pretty good universe. Yeah. I liked, uh, I liked when Ultron told him, uh, you don't have the will. And the watch mm. says, you cannot compute my will. <laughs> that's a good line. Yeah. The um, armor, like the watcher's armor when he transforms, that mm -hmm. was pretty slick. Very cool looking. Um, I liked that a lot. Uh, it was a really cool fight scene. But so, Ultron definitely had the upper hand. Which movie was it that had... Uh, that they were... It was Stan Lee in outer space. He's sitting on a rock and he's talking to three watchers. I think it's Guardians 2. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because that means there is... I know Uatu isn't the only watcher uh, out there, or at least of his race. Mm -hmm. um, kind of makes you think, you know, who's who watches the watcher? And, well... It's supposed we to know. be the... Uh, like the Celestials. So, mm -hmm. like, maybe we'll find out some of that in Eternals. Yeah. Because we know that the the Watcher actually exists in the MCU, not mm -hmm. simply because of what if, but because of that scene, we saw them. We know they exist. Mm -hmm. uh, that means, I believe, the Beyonder is real. Then, potentially, the Beyonder is like he was like the mind behind the first Secret Wars. Uh, mm -hmm flipping heroes off to battle world to slug it out against each other, which would and, be cool. I mean, that'd be a cool what episode. Uh, well, we know, I think we're getting the secret wars, aren't we? Maybe. I mean, <clears throat> we're getting something called secret wars, I believe, but I'm not sure like mm, what it actually may, is going to be. Yeah. Maybe uh, because we know that, Going into the movies, we have to assemble a villain for the Avengers 4, and then there will be an Avengers 5 and an Avengers... Wait, is Endgame technically Avengers 4? Or is that one movie? How? That, that's, an, that's a question. But um, yeah. I feel like that's one movie, technically, Infinity War, Endgame. But... Uh, are we going to get that? That makes you think that maybe we're going to get uh, what's his name? Oh, I'm uh, Kang as Avengers four enemy, maybe. Uh, then... I mean, potentially because he's going to appear in the new Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, like, I'm sure they won't resolve his story arc in Ant-Man. Yeah. So let's say he's the villain for Avengers four ish five ish mm -hmm. um you would have to have another big villain that's effectively going to be our ultron hopefully not as dumbed down of a movie as what we got um but they're also looking at we got big galactus vibes during this episode yeah um we actually saw ultron galactus yeah eating a universe and that makes you think we know that fantastic four is next phase. Mm -hmm. So maybe Galactus is Avengers five and maybe secret wars is our big uh, Avengers six, seven 
with the Beyonder as the actual big bad beyond everything. Maybe that, that's a lot to compute, but I mean, we got to wedge uh, some Silver Surfer in there at some point. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. It'd be cool to have Silver. Shadow is a fan of Silver Surfer, apparently. She's about that Silver Surfer life. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but yeah, we should have Silver Surfer on the way at some point, ideally. Um, I would love to see another version of him on the silver screen. Dude, I want Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom needs to be done correctly, and I think that the MCU could do him correctly. I think so. I think so. I have heard rumors that he's going to show up. Uh, I think he's going to show up in Black Panther 2. I'd be down be like for a that. side villain for... Uh, like Wakanda and Atlantis are at war, and then uh, Latveria is going to be like getting involved as well, I think. Because they want that vibranium. Who doesn't, really? Uh, I kind of hope that we get... I would hope that maybe we get partial uh, tease of... Ba uh, hopefully Baron Mordo comes back for... Round, um, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Doctor Strange 2. Hopefully he comes back for that. Because that would be a good point to throw in uh, Doctor Doom as well. Because Doctor Doom is a sorcerer as well. So it's true. May, maybe, maybe an after credit scene is Baron Mordo going after Doctor Doom and getting his ass handed to him or something. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's funny. I was thinking like Dr. Doom goes to Mordo for training. So maybe. interesting. Uh, maybe he's already trained like in this, this timeline. You yeah. know, for all we know, uh, Latveria hasn't been mentioned because Dr. Doom is sitting there weaving some mass spells to hide it. It's true. It's possible. Maybe they link uh, Latveria and Wondegore which is where the Darkhold came from originally. Mm. So maybe they do that and try and link him with some chaos magic. There's, see, and even if they don't go off of, um, I, I feel like the further we get along, the further they're going to get from comics to keep people in suspense. There's going to be a lot of teases, but I think we're going to get those fully fleshed new stories that don't have a lot of reference to comics. Yeah, I think so. Like, and I mean, and we might get some of the little Easter eggs that reference comics and like, we might get events that are like called the same thing as comics, but they definitely are not following. They do a, they take a lot of uh, creative license with all of them. Yeah. You never quite know what's going to happen. Um, Trying to think of anything else happened to this episode before we get to the next one. Uh, we got the end of the fight where he gets the watcher basically pops himself out of existence and pops him into Stephen Strange's little bubble, His which little I thought universe. Yeah, I thought you know the only reason I knew Strange was still around is because we saw him in commercials. Mm -hmm. If they hadn't aired those commercials, this would have been a great surprise. 
that he survived by creating this pocket dimension in the the swirling void that's trying to consume him because he's literally all almost all powerful now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he stands toe to toe with Ultron. With the I saw those fantastic. There were fantastic memes where it was like the Guardians of the Multiverse at a hundred percent power, and it was mm-hmm. all of them. And then Guardians of the Multiverse at ninety nine percent power, and it's like just strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they're not kidding. Yeah. Um, he he killed it. I mean, literally killed everything around him to get the power, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he makes the watcher admit that he needs help. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> I need to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah. It's it just the, t- the undertones. I don't know. I almost feel like, I almost feel like the watcher's been going there and chatting him up this whole time. Like he didn't seem surprised to see him there almost as if he had been blipping in and out. Like, I don't know. Or or he could just hear him narrating because Possibly. he heard him in the the Doctor Strange episode. He did. He did. He uh like he was close to that level apparently. Mhm. And I mean, he kind of proved that. Um so well, do we want to do a rating as a whole for the finale or just each episode? Because it's still an episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was its own episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would say like this episode, I would give like a nine. Um, just because like, you know, I feel like very clearly the next one was better than this one. But uh, this one was still really good. So... It was good. I don't know if I'd give it a nine, though. I, I'm gonna give it an eight. Actually, that's fine. I'm usually more generous than you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, so I guess my only issues with the episode is there. There was a lot of character buildup and everything. Um, I just the scenes were great. There was a lot of context to everything. Maybe I do have to give it a nine. I'm going to agree with you. I was going to give it an eight because I didn't feel like it was as good as some of the other episodes in the series. But at the same time, it did a great job of setting up the next episode. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a nine, actually. Nine drones. Good, good. (laughs) Um. Yeah, oh man. And then that season finale, that was that was like chef's kiss for me. That episode was so good. Um, mm. The fight scene at the end, um, collecting all the collecting all the characters, that was pretty awesome. Um, pretty cool. Like I liked, I really liked this episode. It starts off with us collecting Captain Carter. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you notice, her outfit is the same, like, all blue, stealthy suit that Captain America wore mm-hmm. in the second movie. Uh, so they're, like, having her follow his storyline as well, like, even down to the same uniform. That's where that movie started off, was with them on the Lemurian star. Um, mm. So it's 
pretty cool that like her universe is unfolding pretty much the same way just with her instead of Steve <laughs> Rogers. But she's giving um, she's giving Crossbones a speech at the beginning. I believe I believe Crossbones um Frank Gorilla was the one that was giving the speech to Cap at that scene. Oh. So I think that's a, a difference there. Maybe we didn't get uh crossbones in this world. Yeah, I'm not well. I mean was... and Bartok Bartok looks Afri slightly African American in this episode too. He looked he looked a little different than he did in the live action for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely kept up with pace with uh, Peggy. Yeah. Um, As he does with Steve, like he kind of gave Steve a run for his money. Well, yeah. In the comics, he's like an Olympic level martial artist and yeah. also just athlete in general. So it's understandable that he could, but one good boot to the chest would, you know, cave him in, I would think. Um, I would think. I would think. I really liked when they uh, they grab Star-Lord T'Challa and it's like ha they're having a battle with Ego like mm -hmm. over Peter Quill, who's just like Burger Boy at this point. So that was pretty cool. That it, because uh, <laughs> his episode ended that way, so I thought it was nice that they like pick up there and you see like mm -hmm. that unfolding. Oh nice yeah, e each one of them had different reactions to the Watcher when he pops up too. Like Peggy was like, "Hey, what is that?" Like, like she's yeah. trying to fool Bartok, and Bartok's just like frozen at that point. You think I'm gonna fall for that? <laughs> um, we also got. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we got the the Dairy Queen mm -hmm. scene, the blue mass that started growing on Earth, yeah, uh, which sure. is what was happening here. So it was a good parallel to see that. Um, well, Ego had to come to Earth to collect Quill in this one. Yeah. The yeah. Ravagers didn't bring him to him. So he wasn't, or well, didn't take him into space anyway, so that he didn't link up with him there. So I just realized the, the need of our, is that how you say it? The star scene. Yeah. Nid of Alar. That scene happens in this one, not the other one, I believe. Right. Cause this is where they pick up Gamora. We didn't see Gamora in the first, the first portion. Right. Right. This is where they grab Gamora as well. Mm, uh, and with Stark, the watcher's like, not you Stark. <laughs> not you yeah and it's like a big slap to Stark's ego <laughs> um, we also got Peter Dinklage's uh, Eritai, Eritai mm. back but I don't know he didn't say any lines during this so I don't think it mattered but we saw them breaking down the gauntlet um, yeah. they didn't seem as surprised by the Watcher popping up well, I, th I thought it was funny, like, Stark's talking about, like, there's definitely going to be some, like, next big bad that lurks in the shadows, and she, like, catches the <laughs> reflection in the armor or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got 
we got Peggy, Peggy picked up first. Mm-hmm. We got T'Challa picked up next. Then we got Gamora. Um, Killmonger was next, you said? I believe so. Was Killmonger, uh, Thor was the last one, yeah. 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 Um, Killmonger was next, and he's like, things aren't going well for him, apparently. Uh, yeah. Pepper Potts and Shuri are on their way to, like, try to arrest him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that would have gone well for them. Uh, Pepper, I believe, stormed into the room. I think she was using the gun that Colt... Uh, Colson used on Loki. Um, it looked really familiar, so it would make sense that they'd throw that Easter egg in there if that's what it really what it was. Yeah, uh, and we saw young Shuri with mm-hmm. her gauntlets. <laughs> so she had those made way before like Infinity War and everything. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the door Melage knew about it and turned, and Killmonger was you know, doing the stereotypical watching the city burn from the tower on high. Yeah. Uh, and they, I like how the watcher called him Tony Stark's protege and killer. And that's what he's known for. Not, you know, all the other achievements. It's nope. You killed Tony Stark. You're good by me. Right. <laughs> that, that's why it's I like, that's that. all that's important to the watcher. Hey man. You took out Tony Stark. That's a good job. That's a good job. Yeah. Nobody likes that guy. Um, then we pop over to Thor, who is ignoring the Watcher. Having way too much fun killing robots. Yeah. Now, you broke gonna have up a my date. date. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he kills the robots. He's ignoring the Watcher. The Watcher has to reach down and grab him. And just like the girly scream of surprise, ah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome knowing that uh, it's actually Chris Hemsworth voicing him too. So it's like, yeah. Ah, ah. And, and once again, you can you can tell that it's a actor, not a voice actor, mm-hmm. voicing the characters. Uh, that's my only big stickle about the episodes. Um. I think Lake Bell killed it though as Black Widow. Like she did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse says you kill one Tony Stark and it's all anyone remembers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of true because Tony Stark's kind mm-hmm. of a big deal in the Marvel universe. But we killed them all. Um. Yeah. Uh, who, so we've got Tony Stark dying via zombies. Uh, we've got Tony Stark dying via Hank Pym. So I would say, and then Ultron kills him. We see to, um, Killmonger kill him. How else did he die in the series? Ultron killed him. Killmonger killed him. Hank zombies kill him. Zombies. Might have been it. He was only in. He wasn't in every episode. Yeah. Well, if if anyone's my uh, goat, it's uh, Killmonger because he did it in like uh, epic fashion. You know. Yep. He killed Rhodey. Then he goes in and kills Tony. And he he, he, he killed monologues Black Panther. To Tony. 
and Tony and yeah. Rody. Like he's a bad dude. Um Doctor Strange getting the beer for um for Thor was very reminiscent of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and then we also got a very Thor one-esque attitude as he finishes the beer and slams it across the room, just breaking the mug. Um, trying to think. And then we get the, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah, the Watcher explains the plan. Um, I mean... The and Pretty it's funny, plan. the Watcher is the cosmic Nick Fury. Yeah, I think like very interesting to note that like the Watcher like just kind of like teleported everybody except for Thor. Like Thor, he mm -hmm. actually picked up, and like Thor's killing robots at that point and brings one of the Ultron heads with him. Mm -hmm. And that's what Killmonger picks up and starts toying around with. Yeah, because he has his uh, doctorate and everything in uh, tech, robot robotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought From that was MIT. really interesting that like Thor brought that Ultron head, and that's what Killmonger starts fiddling with. It it like, was good for shadowing. Later. Mm -hmm. Um. So we get them all in the room. They are going through the plan. Uh, we see Steve on the wall, and it's it's so Peggy was like the first one there, and that's why it was modeled after her background. I guess. Like I don't know. Doctor Strange says modeled it after your profile. Yeah. Okay. But he didn't do it for anyone else. Just her. Yeah. So I don't know. And is she Captain Britain at this point? I think she's just Captain Carter. Is it? Yeah. I mean, she's she's got the full British flag on the front and on the shield. So it makes me think that this is the MCU's version of Captain Britain. Which I wouldn't have a problem with. I mean, it's possible. Um, In her What If episode, the shield that... Uh... Stark makes her has the British flag on it as well. Mm -hmm. um, Thor is really quick to point out that he excels in getting unwanted attention, which mm -hmm. is mentioned two or three times during the episode. Yeah. Yeah. They come up with a plan at the bar and then they go on to like some plateau, which is supposed to be unpopulated. That way they can like, you know, hang out and wait until they're ready. And, uh, so, of course, Thor's like, for Vegas, like shoots a lightning bolt into the sky, which, of course, draws the attention of Ultron. Oh, yeah. I did tell so, you so there, that I draw unwanted attention. Yeah. So there was intelligent life here. Yeah. It's like, well, not exactly. Right. And this fight scene was pretty cool. The first fight scene with Ultron. Um, mm hmm super dope when uh strange just like multiplies the hammers yeah swarm of mjolnir's like smashing um yeah awesome. thor goes hammered in from diablo 2 at this point yeah um, and it's 
it I it was I like that he augments the team through his spells. He doesn't go right in to try and combat, you know, Ultron. He wants them to play roles, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um we also got uh the sto what was it, the the Infinity Crusher? Yeah. Uh Gamora explained that, which the only person who could have built that would have been Stark. Probably. I would think. Mm-hmm. Um and as soon as the fight starts, Gamora and Killmonger pop out. I mean, they dip. See you on the flip side. And then they're out. And they went to Ultron's real world, his universe, as the rest of the Guardians fought. Mm-hmm. Um, the combo with the hammers happened, which... Now, if somebody that's... un unworthy picks up the hammer doesn't it immediately drop i mean or is he still can or it would thor still be cons- uh, controlling it at that point because uh peggy grabs it and is whipping around at one point on it so is peggy worthy no she grabs one when it's on its way like thor's calling that mm-hmm. hammer back to him and she just like grabs onto the strap and follows it in so she's not actually lifting it or picking it up or anything she's just riding it i would think she's just riding uh riding it like she ri- rode the the hydra stomper yeah well, that's a good point from jesse um i think because it's when it's like in the MCU, it's when Odin banishes Thor to Earth that he whispers in the hammer and throws it as well. So, I mean, Thor wasn't banished in this one, so his hammer doesn't have that enchantment on it, actually. The worthy enchantment? Yeah. In the comics, it was there already, but in the uh, MCU... Uh, in the first Thor movie, when Odin banishes him, he like grabs the mm. hammer. Whosoever holds this hammer, and he throws the hammer too. No, I don't think that counts because Thor put the hammer on Captain Marvel, and she couldn't get up. See, that's true. Ooh, that's true. That's a hole there. That's a plot hole, though. Because maybe, like Jesse pointed that, Jesse pointed that out correctly. Like that enchantment. That whosoever holds this hammer, mm-hmm. like, unless, unless the hammer could only be lifted by Thor, and then like that enchantment meant that Thor had to become worthy to be able to lift it again. Yeah. So it was more the enchantment was against Thor and not like for other people to have an opportunity. I don't know. Yeah, the other thing is like maybe Odin That's whispering weird. to the hammer was Odin whispering Thor is not worthy. You know, and that's why he had to earn it back. I don't know. That is that's kind of a, a little plot hole. Yeah. Uh, st- it's a good uh magic does work on Captain Marvel. Uh much oh, I'm going to get a lot of flack for mentioning um 
Well, you know what? We're we're only going to mention Superman because Chip has to dress up as Superman for losing the bet. I do. But Superman, uh, well, he has a weakness to kryptonite. His other weakness is magic. Magic can hurt him. Um, it is one of the glaring weaknesses that he has also. Huh. Okay. That's weird. Is that why Shazam can beat him up? Yeah. That's why Shazam yelling his name and striking him with bolts of lightning really messes him up. It's why uh, there was a DC versus Marvel uh, mashup, right? Um, And in that mashup, Wonder Woman actually picks up the hammer, uh, Thor's hammer. But Thor and Superman get into it, and Thor's holding his ground fairly well because it's a magic hammer. Hmm. So, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of uh, weird things out there that you wouldn't think would uh, make a great deal of uh, reference to what if, but because this enchantment is there, it, it does raise that question. Thank you, Jesse, for bringing that question to our attention. That's a good, like, that is interesting. Cause like, yeah, Jesse had a very good point there that like, cause this, what if Thor didn't get banished and in the MCU movie, he whispers mm-hmm. that enchantment into the hammer when he banishes Thor. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he did drop the hammer on, cap and not let her up so it's like huh which rule does apply interesting interesting um so they start fighting like they start getting into the in-depth fighting where they are actually working as a cohesive unit even though they don't know each other's fight patterns right Uh, they're working better than the avengers have (laughs) which is weird um we oh, then the get point. the watcher handpicked all of the team players. Yep. Um, we then get uh, Peggy on Star Lord's back, flying up to get the jump on Ultron, and he snags the Soul Stone from Ultron. And I did like the setup of the stones on Ultron. You only had the four across the chest, and then you had the Time Stone like in hanging down like an amulet uh, right above his sternum. I noticed that too. I thought that was a good touch, a nice touch. Um, and then you still had the, the mind stone in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then, like I said, we got sticky fingers, got the stone. Ultron doesn't realize it right away. Leads to a whole um, hot potato scramble. Where yeah, they, everyone... all, uh, they all cut through the portal and end up on uh, his home universe. Yeah. Um, the the choreograph of the fight was, to me, it was very well done. This was a very action-packed, laden uh, episode. Yeah, the hot potato fight scene was epic. It was all over probably the, the best like Marvel animation that I've seen. It was just so good. I hope they hope they start doing like movies in that style. I've, like it was really high production value. It when was they, uh, 
when they focused on the stone on the ground and you just see mm-hmm. like the feet and stuff like that was such a cool like i don't know it was very reminiscent of like the big screen movies that they've been doing of late where they do like really interesting cinematography for some of the fight scenes uh it definitely made me think of suicide squad when you had that mm-hmm. fight scene reflected in the helmet okay so like it was just like a weird angle on the fight like i thought it was really cool just seeing like the feet of everybody fighting over the stone mm-hmm. um see i i don't know if i completely agree with the animation it does have a great style to it i just feel like it wasn't as sharp as it you know it, it's just not a sharp looking image to me um like thor looks like a baby face in this you know it's <laughs> i get that he is a baby face cuz he has no beard or anything at this point but it just it looked weird yeah. um just the anime animation style uh, how they animated the characters everything worked together smoothly for like their combats it's just to me it's i don't know how else to explain it <laughs> yeah no i feel you i feel, I feel you. like they could have added more tone to the faces to get more emotion out of them um you know like dimples dimples could have been a thing i'm not really am i arguing dimples i'm arguing dimples okay mm-hmm. so uh we also see oh they meet up with black widow sorry i might have to sneeze <laughs> they first get to the universe and they uh toss the soul stone over to Gamora, but widow like intercepts it on her motorcycle. And then, uh, Ultron sucks widow up to him. And that's when the hot potato starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she immediately gets a buff of the armor magic, which, uh, if you looked at the armor magic in slow motion, it's like high fantasy type armor. It was really cool uh, visual effect when he's casting the armor on all of them. Mm. And they all like it all. It like fits a theme for each of them too. like uh, Captain Carter very much gets like a paladin armor overlay. Mm. Um, Uh, T'Challa got a very uh, like kind of Black Panther esque uh, Mm -hmm. full plate. Uh, Thor got very Viking looking. astral projection with the, the classic uh the classic uh ears winged, winged. Yeah. yeah yeah um then i don't think i saw killmongers or gamora's really gamora's i think pretty much matched what she was wearing and when black widow gets hers you get a very roguish kind of like cowl and leatherish kind of look to it it's not yeah. all bulky like the others i thought they did a really good job on that she gets the rogue outfit um during uh there this is where that scene came up that peggy was like uh your ivan and alexi's daughter or whatever and mm-hmm. they're your you only trust three people in the world uh which i believe 
the three people she would trust then is Clint, um, Yelena. Uh, does she trust Fury though? Cap Carter wouldn't even know of Yelena's existence at this point. That's that's true. I would and say Fury. She, she, I would okay, yeah, Fury, Fury, Clinton, her, Peggy. It's a good list um, of go tos. Yeah, so we got that scene. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, zombies fell. He opened yeah. the portal to the zombies. Yeah, that was awesome. Like. <laughs> Drops the entire planet worth of zombies on top of him. And like, he just blows them all up. It wasn't the zombies. It's what came with them. And uh, you get the zombie Scarlet Witch making another appearance. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you notice, uh, when the portal first opens and the zombies first start falling, it's actually zombie Captain America that falls first. Yeah. um, Falcon was behind him. And I think the other one might have been Clint. Mm. But it's just Cap's torso, I believe. That's a nice so, touch. Yeah, that's funny. That's a nice touch. I just noticed the uh, his hat or his helmet, like the A on the helmet. I was like, oh, mm. it's Cap. <laughs> um, Scarlet Witch Zombie came with. Mm-hmm. And she was blasting the shit out of Ultron until she saw his face and then zombie recognition uh was i don't know if it was recognition or if it was like oh shit moment because <laughs> he was about ready to blow her up i almost feel um, like she was confused that it that he survived the blast is what it was like like what yeah um there's a scene where Black Widow gets blast, or everyone's getting blasted. He's uh, he unleashes the energy to wipe everything out, and Black Widow's Red Guardian shield that she's using shatters, and Peggy's shield doesn't, and mm-hmm. then she blips. She like jumps over to Scar uh, Scarjo. Uh, she blips <laughs> over to uh, uh, Black Widow. <laughs> Black Widow. And I was thinking Scarlet well. Witch, and then I was trying to say Black Widow, and I was like, ScarJo, and I'm like, uh, whatever. Names are names. Mm-hmm. I loved um, the, uh, the, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> they blast um, everybody, and then uh, can't understand why they're surviving. I can destroy galaxies with a thought. Why won't you die? Yeah, yeah. Um, we then get Ultron shot in the eye, but not before Black Widow is riding on the motorcycle, uses Clint's bow to fire the arrow. Peggy runs out the other side of a building, jumps, and I mean, this is like a Hulk-like jump. I mean, she's like really far up there. There's a whole ass jump. Um, and she makes this jump, she grabs onto Ultron and she pulls back the visor in time for this arrow to hit. And that's some uh, bard firing the arrow at smog shit right there. <laughs> uh, I mean, that shot was like one in a million. Yeah. It, I, it, 
to me, it would have been more believable that Clint made that shot, but um, she was for Black Widow. Um, I I would have been more. I would have been happy with someone just like stabbing him in the face with it, you know, not necessarily shooting it, but it was definitely an epic scene there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the immediate point that we get the Arnim Zola versus Ultron. That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who so confused? Are, like, you? Who are you? I'm and, just the guy. Yeah. It, it's not even a fight either. I mean, it's literally like, oh, you're going to find out. And Zola, uh, Arnim Zola is in control fully. It's like you would think that um, it would have been... They, I would have loved to see like an internal kind of like dream sequence fight between them. Right. Yeah, like they're, uh, the mental projections battling it out. But mm. apparently it was real one-sided. It did not seem like Ultron put up a fight at all. Arnim was just mm. like, nope, GG. Let me get that body, son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also the point where uh, he's down for the count while the fight's goading. And Killmonger, once again, shows he's a villain as he pops up and takes the nanotech as he's figured out how to work Ultron's um, technology. Yeah, he uses that uh, Ultron drone skull that he had picked up in the bar. Mm-hmm. And he uses the armor to cover his body. It's not a gauntlet. It's an armor like Ultron's. But then again, Killmonger is just a regular human. And we saw what one Infinity Stone could just do to somebody. Yeah. So the fact that I think the him already having the Black Panther armor on is helping because we saw that the power doesn't affect vibranium with the shield not shattering. It doesn't right. seem like it fully affects it. So I think the Black Panther armor is acting as a further buffer to hmm. protect him. Um, Probably. Well, and it's possible that... Um... Like, it's possible that at that point, if you have more than one stone, you could use the power to, like, kind of... Off-put? Yeah, to, like, kind of defend against the other ones. That's possible. Um, did you did you notice right away that he didn't take the Mind Stone? No. He, did they leave the Mind Stone in the head? They left the Mind Stone in Arnim Zola's head. Because Arnim Zola stands up, uh, and we get classic Arnim Zola here. Well, not classic, classic, but more akin to what he looks like in the the yeah, comics the with comic the look. the TV screen on the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when he stands up, Vision or Ultron's eyes are no longer red; they're like white, and the stone is still just set right in the middle. And it's an immediate. Hmm power struggle over the stones and that's when um you know they start fighting they're stuck in the middle and i think dr strange 